This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome to The Drive. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. It is a Wednesday in Pittsburgh. That means today was the first day the Steelers are back on the practice field as they get ready to play the Denver Broncos on Sunday uh, we had the injury report already. All right, let's just dig right in. How about that, let's dig right into that. Of course, Ben Roethlisberger did not practice today. He's got that uh, hip issue. Um, Any he, more news on the pack? I mean, that was he, just a week yeah, ago. Well, they listed. You know? They listed that as well. Okay. Yeah, that obviously I don't think it, he wasn't going to practice Wednesday. The he way does, he doesn't right. practice Wednesdays anyways. Uh, Chase Claypool limited today. Okay. He's coming back that's, from that. That's hamstring. promising. Good. Juju Smith-Schuster limited today. Uh, he's still got that rib issue. Um, mm-hmm. He played Sunday with last Sunday with that. You would think that would not be a problem. Uh, Cam Sutton, however, did not practice today with the groin injury. Hmm. Uh, Trey Turner was limited because of an illness. Um, okay. Kevin Dotson did not practice today. He's dealing with the hip issue. Carlos Davis did not practice again. That's like three weeks in a row for him with that mm-hmm. knee in- in- injury. But he's starting to ramp up a little bit. Good. Chooks a core for full participation today with the concussion. He's back on the practice field. Nice. And then you had uh, Rashad Coward and Kim Hayward limited today. Kim Hayward with a neck. Okay. That could just be a I bet that's a day off. Well-deserved day off. They had to list something because list the telling kid. Here's the thing with Cam. I've asked guys about this before. Um, he feels like he has to be on the practice field if he's completely 100% healthy because mm-hmm. it's he's, he's giving the other guys a, a Positive reinforcement that practice is important. Yeah, yeah. And it's secondly, a captain type of move. Yeah, right? yeah. And he feels like as the uh, the player rep, the the mm. union rep, that he needs to be out there whenever possible. Okay. So you say, hey Cam, you got a neck injury today? Right? <laughs> yeah. We're gonna hold you out a little bit. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, that, that all adds <laughs> up. And I'm sure his neck hurts a little, and he has other things that hurt too. You know, I mean, yeah. yeah I mean, he's taking a beating. He's played extremely hard. He's, he's played extremely well. Uh, that doesn't worry me in the slightest. I'm happy he's not practicing today. If they're Rest limited and, today, you know. they're they're probably yeah going to be full participants tomorrow. So re, you know, listening to that, the one that worried me most, I guess, when the games ended, were was Dotson. I, I mean, do you think he's the one that's least likely to play of the ones we talked about? Um, yeah, because Davis I would, aside, I mean, I, I would think Davis that he still make. needs the like if he doesn't practice by by Friday, mm-hmm. he's probably one of those guys that. They look at it and say, "Okay, you need to practice." Yeah, oh yeah, he doesn't you know, get carte blanche anymore. Yeah. At this and, and we've point, seen right. the, the issues on that offensive line, anyways. When you know, because guys haven't been out there, so you know, I, I would think so. And you know, they were quite frankly heading into last week's game. There was some consideration of replacing him, anyways. So, no, right, right. Yeah, so I, I mean, I hope Trey Turner's not seriously ill or anything like that. But usually, when you see illness on Wednesday, they're cool by Sunday. Yeah. But they're both your starting guards. It's it's illness and it's not COVID. And it's not. That's COVID. the other we thing that's that. noteworthy. Yeah, yeah. yeah he yeah. would have gone on the COVID list. So it's you know. Okay. Guys do get sick. <laughs> People get sick. Yeah. The cold. Outside cold, of COVID. Still, you know, the, yeah. The, but the days of Michael Jordan, you know, going out onto the the court with with the you know the flu at 103 degree temperature and being lauded for that. Yeah. Those are out the window. Yeah, it's that's not going to happen anymore. Okay. Uh, and again, these guys seem to get well quick when they're sick or ill on well, Wednesday. They do have really good medical. And that's what I'm saying. Is, <laughs> that was a nice perk with the Browns. I mean, yeah. like I, even if I had the sniffles, I'd go downstairs, I'd take this pill, and I was fine like the next day. And I'm <laughs> far from an elite athlete or physical specimen like these guys. But they get, they get well quicker. Anyway, um, I guess, I mean, worst comes to worst, Haig could move into guard, Turner could play right tackle. 
But it's, I mean, maybe we're. I'm just over analyzing the having both guards being on it. Turner's going to be out there. You, you still have Hassenauer and Finney. And Finney was. I'm just saying yeah. Finney would be the left guard, and yeah. Haig could be the right guard if you had to or whatever. Yeah. But I, I'm not, oh no, I'm not digging it's, into it's that. Wednesday. On a Wednesday. I'm not. Yeah, right, I'm not right, too right. concerned about it. Now, if it's this way tomorrow, then you mm-hmm. start to okay. Now you got to start looking at the the puzzle, the machination of the whole. Mm-hmm. I, I guess while we're talking to the line though, is is Chooks guaranteed the starting job if he's healthy? Do we know that? Is that who's to say? Yeah. Banner's also out there too, right? You know I mean, so there's potentially three options at right tackle. They've got all speak. kinds of different options. Yeah. yeah. So we'll see how that all works out. Um, but uh, getting healthier. Yeah. Yeah. All you in know, all, that's not too bad. You you'd know, like for, to see what the offense now looks. Like. It's it's weird because okay, you get through the first week, you beat the Bills. Okay. The next week, um, you lose. Uh, Deontay Johnson late in the game. Right. So you don't have him in week three. Right. You get him back, but then you lose Chase Claypool Claypool's in week gone. four. Right, so, right, right. You know, we can talk about the offense, and this doesn't look right, and that doesn't look right. You'd like to see it all together on the field. Like, okay, let Two games in a row would be nice. The last two yeah. games, you know, we, two weeks ago, we're, they need to incorporate Najee Harris into the passing game more. They did 19 times more. Mm-hmm. It was probably too much. I thought last week was a nice mix. Yeah. I think they're they're finding the blend that yeah. works there a little bit more. And now you bring Claypool back into that. You know, you still got Johnson his twelve targets or whatever, thirteen targets get him again. Had. Yeah, right. um, nine catches on thirteen targets. That's that's a good nice. That's a nice ratio. Oh yeah, yeah. And then you you know you see still found a way to get Harris his. I think he had six catches in the passing game. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Now you bring Claypool back into the equation. What's this look like? Yeah, a couple notes on that just with the upcoming opponent. It sounds like Bridgewater didn't practice today either. He did not. Vic Fangio saying that there's a possibility that he would practice tomorrow. Okay. He's in concussion protocol for people don't know. But for that to work, to go through the concussion protocol for, I don't know, the hundredth time on the show, (laughs) kind of describe how it works. Right. The way it works is the guy has to have a day of physical activity. Mm -hmm. And then... So he didn't get that in yet. So he hasn't done that yet. That's like one of the last steps. But after that physical activity, you then have to see how the player feels the next day. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because so a lot of times a guy after that, yeah, after that physical activity, doesn't feel, you know, sometimes you have a relapse of some type. Mm-hmm. So all makes f- sense. The fact that he didn't practice today is not is a, is actually a bad sign for him. It is. It is absolutely. You know, Corafor didn't practice last Wednesday. Did a little bit of physical activity on Thursday and Friday, but it wasn't enough. But was declared, declared out. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is your quarterback you're talking about. Sure. If Bridgewater plays or not, and frankly, I don't expect him to, I mean, I didn't, you know, when he got the, the initial concussion. Either way, that offense probably isn't going to drop 30 on you before you know it. Right. So, you know, offensively, a couple notes just because of who's coming to town. It's going to be a slugfest no matter what. Frankly, unless Drew Locke plays and throws four picks before you know it and Mink <laughs> is doing end zone dances. You know, I mean, it's probably going to be a slugfest between two really good defenses with a lot of high-quality guys on that side of the ball. So I think the next step to the offense, I would like to see the percentage of plays that are runs go up in this game. You know, yes. And frankly, if it's three runs in a row and you punt, okay. If it's zero zero or three nothing or ten seven or you know, I mean, I think running the ball and really sticking with it should be a priority for this game. I also think that you know we mentioned, yeah, Harris is getting targets. And his role as a receiver was expanded last week as opposed to just a million dump-offs and those type of things. And I think he even mentioned to you guys after that game, 
you know, that, that's not being used in the passing game. That's a dump off. Or I forget how he phrased it to you guys, but I thought it was pretty interesting, and I agree with him. Now it's time. I want to see him run slants. I want to see him run, you know, more stuff. And, yeah. and he, he's very capable. And then last note is Claypool being back for this one, I think, is a big deal. And if you watch the Ravens game, it's their only loss. They went deep a lot. I don't know what the number was, but Lamar's average depth of target was through the roof. I yeah. mean, they're throwing deep. Well, That's I'm sure against the Ravens, to, the, yeah. the, you know, the, the the Denver defense is crowding the line of scrimmage, saying, sure, okay, sure. let's get a bunch of guys up there in the running lanes and not let Lamar beat us. Yep. Um, and so but shots to Claypool, yeah. I think, are big in this one. They took a lot of shots to Marquise Brown, and you know, and that they end up winning and run away with the game. Yeah, um, to me, I, this this game sets up as I said this on Sunday after the after the game. First team to ten could be yeah, could, double digits know. might go <laughs> be plenty. Yeah. Punts are fine. Play the field position game. Yeah. Although you'd like to see the Steelers' offense continue to take some strides. You know, oh, talk yeah. to talk to Ben Roethlisberger today. Talk to Kendrick Green, Deontay Johnson. And you know they all thought that that you know hey we're starting to see some some progress here the running mm-hmm. game is starting to produce some stuff um, again it, it doesn't have to be you know 140 yards on the ground no but but it, you have to when you run the football runs, yeah that yeah. you have to get positive yardage out of it when you run the football yeah I mean it needs to be you know not two negative runs and then you happen to break a six yarder twice throughout the game type of deal I mean. Uh, there needs to be some running room. Let this young, very talented back get you know, a lot of yardage on his own. But don't let it – I mean, if, if his feet are stopped before the line of scrimmage time and time again, that's going to be a problem. And, frankly, I mean, we haven't seen it, and game script has a ton to do with it, and that's why I brought that up first. I do believe that it could be against the Bucks or the 78 Steelers or whatever, but with this line and this running back, if they run the ball – 25, 30 times, it's going to go for over 100 yards, and it's going to be fruitful. I mean, there'll That's be ugly runs. That's just how the league works. You know, running the ball 20 times would be holy mackerel. Right, 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 you know? exactly. But I mean, this game, this is the kind of game that sets up to do that. Exactly. Because this isn't exactly. a team that's going to put, you know, you're going to look up the scoreboard, oh, man, it's already 17 nothing. Yeah, right. Things would have to go really badly for that to happen. Really badly for that to happen. Yeah, exactly. And and it could. I mean, they could have a. They could take the opening kickoff back for a touchdown, and then you fumble the you know the next one, pick and, six right yeah. after that, and then you're in, in trouble again. Or you know, tons of penalties or self inflicted errors. I mean, they, but they even can't do even that. if it did turn into something like that, mm-hmm. Denver's still going to sit on the ball. Do, yeah. Do you have a lot of faith that the Broncos are going to go? Boy, they got 14 points in the first quarter. They're going to score 40. No, 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 they're not going to score 40. I mean, even if they get a gift or two, they're not going to score 40. The Steelers aren't going to score 40 either. Right. You know I mean, it's just how the game's going to go 90% of the time. So, you know, the old adage of any drive that ends with a kick is fine. Okay, you know, yeah. I think that's the way to look at it in this game. Again, if it's three very basic runs, first and ten, second and seven, third and five, and you punt, it's not the end of the world in this yeah. game, you know, because it might you, pay off in the fourth quarter. You would hope that if you get the third and five. Or in December. Yeah. You know. So. Um, you, you could be able to convert that. Yeah. I mean, it's just a different script than what we've been accustomed to with Josh Allen and Carr and the weapons the Bengals have and certainly Aaron Rodgers. You know, like, man, we better get to 25 to be in this thing, you know, against a lot of those teams. Where this one's different. You know, the more I've thought about that Green Bay game, um, I wasn't that impressed with the Packers. They gifted the Packers 14 points in the mm-hmm. game. They, they had a, a, a turnover at the 21. Mm-hmm. 
that the Packers turned into a touchdown. And they had the punt from their own 20 or 19, whatever it was, 20, that was turned into a 20-yard punt. Yeah, it went nowhere. That went nowhere. So you gave them the ball at the 40. Right. Like, you're gifted at the very least, you're gifting the Packers six points here. Now, the defense is allowed to stop them in those situations. Of course, and they haven't in the last few instances. But it's Aaron Rodgers at home. Yeah, I mean, errors <laughs> against Aaron are not going to yeah. work, you know. I mean, frankly, that, that Harvin punt was a bigger deal than people I, made it out absolutely. to be. Absolutely. Let's pretend it's the down before and Ben throws a 20-yard pass and gets picked off. Oh, my God. You yeah, know, it's right. the same thing happened. It's a, it, <laughs> yeah, exactly. The same result it, it happened got because 30 of, seconds later. Of everything else that happened in that game, it kind of got overlooked. Now, I made note of it in my, mm-hmm. you know, that was, uh, that's the second. It was time. one of the top ten most important plays of the game. Without a or, doubt. You know, without question. You that's know. twice now kicking the ball out of his own end zone Yeah, that he's had a JV punt. Right. That's when you can't have the JV punt. Right. You get the full this... field to work with. Kick away. Yeah. Kick it as far as you can. I don't care mm-hmm. if you kick it 70 yards and they return it 20. Right, right, right. Big I'll deal. kick your coverage. Yeah. Right. But don't leave us in our own end. Right. This is your <laughs> right, chance. Right, right. This, that's a punter's dream. That's this your punter's dream, right. This is your chance to just kick the crap out of the ball. Mm-hmm. Big, strong guy. Is yeah. what, you know, that's what you do best. Kill it. You know, crush it. Uh, get the driver out, you know. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that's twice now. Like you said, he's a rookie punter. That's a worry. <laughs> it's definitely a concern because it's it has, concern. Um, you know, especially when you're trying to play the field position game. Right. You can't lose those. You things. can't lose those. You can't You can't have a 20-yard punt. You no. just can't. No, you can't. You can't allow big returns. You can't allow 20-yard punts. You know, you got to be smart with your, uh, your your game management. Every little small yeah. nuance, would, all the hidden yardage. Less you know, right. If he kicks one 40 yards and there's no return on it, mm-hmm. that's better than kicking it 20. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. Know. I mean, give me a, a boomer that's 35 in the air. He has to call a fair catch. And right. you're down, you know, you can't do that. You, you know can't. I mean? That's the one you thing. Because now they, get, they the get five yards and they're right. getting three points. Right, right, that's right. As good as, that's as good as uh, it's, it's every bit as important as Roethlisberger getting sacked and fumbling in that mm-hmm. situation. Oh, it's the same thing. I mean, it's basically a turnover. I mean, especially against that guy who's made a living just killing people's uh, – uh, When they make a mistake. Yeah. yeah. It, it feasts off mistakes. So – you know, and there's there's not a lot of Aaron Rodgers in the league, but there's a lot of dudes in that you can't do that against without yeah. question. You know, I mean, there's some great quarterbacks that are on the schedule still. There are. This is not one of them this week. No, it isn't. Even if Teddy plays. Yeah, this this is a game that you look at. This, the Steelers have four of their five next games are at home. Four yeah. of the next five are at home. Would you be surprised if they win four? Hey, take a, win your four home mm-hmm. games. No, I would not be surprised, um, especially – See, I guess I'm thinking about Seattle, I'm really getting ahead of myself. But they play Thursday, so they're going to have a nice long week. Yeah. But they have a lot of issues, too. I mean, we're not talking about upcoming opponents much. But I don't think it's crazy or overly optimistic or blowing smoke up our listeners' butts that the Steelers beat the Broncos in Seattle yeah, and then go into a bye with a whole different way of looking at the As world. As we've seen over the years, the Steelers typically on a, a night game at home. Mm-hmm. Show up well. It doesn't seem to matter who they're playing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, after that, then you have your bye week. Yeah, that comes at a nice opportunity. That's yeah, probably be pretty you know, useful. Maybe you get Stephon to it back after the bye. That'd be nice. very nice. Yeah, yeah. Then you're at Cleveland. Then you get Chicago and Detroit at home. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could can see like four out of five in this stretch. I'm not going to say that's what you the expectation should be. No, I but, don't even know the spread in this game, but they'll probably be a dog against Seattle here, don't you think? 
depends I on. I think It'll it depends close. on how this game goes or how and what Seattle the Seattle like what the Seattle they're, do against the Rams. You know, they're definitely favored against the Bears and Lions, even if they get beat by forty yeah. the next three games. Without a doubt, right? Um, you know, they're they're a slight favorite over the Broncos right now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and then after and they're basically equal teams. The Broncos have a better schedule. I mean, the, the Broncos would probably be a three point favorite in their building, something like that. Yeah, yeah. but they're they're similar styles. I mean, this is not a bad matchup stylistically for the Steelers. So you, you you know if you if you do happen to win four out of five, maybe you win all five. Who knows? Mm-hmm. I mean, the Browns are playing well defensively right now, but they offensively are. they're not playing well. No. No, I mean, there, there's five winnable games there. And you're coming That would be quite an week. accomplishment, obviously. Four out of five would be quite yeah. an accomplishment, you know, based on what we've seen thus far. I mean, they could go 0-5. I don't think they will. I, don't I don't think, think they, they beat. Yeah. I think they beat Chicago and Detroit nine out of ten Very hard times. to lose to, to Chicago and Detroit. Yeah. Um, you know, then it's at the Chargers, at the Bengals, Baltimore, Minnesota, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Minnesota and Tennessee aren't scary. Yeah. At Kansas City, Cleveland at home, and then at Baltimore. Mm-hmm. That's this is where I get to this. I look at this and go, okay, these people saying that the Steelers are somehow going to go have a top five pick. Right, you're right, out of right. your mind. You're out of your mind. Right, there's there's a lot of bad teams in the league. I mean, there just are. I mean, and, and this team isn't one of them. Jacksonville plays Tennessee this week. <laughs> yeah. I think, assuming they lose, which I'm sure they're like a ten point dog, and their coaches. I don't know if they will because Tennessee just lost. They just lost to the they Jets. They just lost to the Jets. Right. But that's the 20th loss in a row for the Jags if they lose this week, which yeah. I'm sure they're a dog. Only one team in history has done that, and I'm not sure they're the worst team in the league. Right. <laughs> and they've lost 20 we in a row. We did the power <laughs> rankings yesterday, and they're not the worst team. They were my 31st team. Yeah. Right. And they're they're going to win probably lose 20 in a row. Uh, yeah. Only the expansion Bucks have done that wonderful feat. Well, could you imagine if, if Tennessee somehow lost to the Jaguars? Right. And they they probably still the best team in that division. They still could be the best team in that division. Right. <laughs> I mean, and they'd be they'd be in state still be in first place. I, mean, I don't know I the Colts play this week, but I know, know this is not how the world works, and this gets a little rosy. Actually, but. they would still be in first place because they've already beaten the Colts. So even if they yeah. if they lost and the Colts won, Tennessee would technically still be in first place in that division, yeah. having just lost to the Jets and Jaguars. Jets and Jags, wow! Who had the first two picks in the draft yes. the past year? Yeah, nasty. <laughs> I mean. Again, the Steelers have issues, and this, they're in a tough division, but they're better than all the AFC South teams. Yeah. Uh, I know that. You know, I mean, that, That's four teams right there, and we're not even talking Lions and Bears and Giants. And, you know, the Steelers are not going to pick in the top five, folks. They're, they're definitely not. I, I don't even know that they'll pick in the top ten. Right. Um, again, I think they're going to – I think they write the ship this week. We'll see when we mm-hmm. get later in the week. I, I haven't seen an, an injury report yet for Denver other than the, the British water Teddy stuff. didn't play, yeah. It's not going to be an easy game. No, I mean, they're hard to play against. Defensively, they're they're a bear to play against, but you're playing at home. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and they're zero two at home though. I mean, not that home field doesn't matter. I actually think the home teams this year have not done well collectively. Uh, 30, home teams are thirty one and thirty three this year. Okay, how about that? Right off the top of my head, I'll say. How do you know that? You're, you're like a wizard. Wasn't <laughs> last year where like exactly like fifty percent? It was a little. I think it was a little over fifty percent for the for the away teams. For the away teams, yeah. The reason for that though, last year made sense. The reason for it though, this year, okay, we know who the bad teams are. Oh yeah, yeah. We just mentioned a bunch of them. Yeah. Uh, there's more. There's more beyond that. Miami. Miami is in a bad spot. The Colts right now. have been bad. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, they, you could go. There, there are about ten to twelve really bad teams mm-hmm. that aren't going to beat Atlanta. We didn't yeah, they're not going to beat anybody but each other. Yeah, at yeah, home. yeah, yeah. And even at that, Atlanta goes into New York and beats the Giants. Exactly. Yeah. And that they play that ten times is five five, and yeah. they don't really beat hardly anybody else. You know. Right? But when they play those other teams, 
they typically, mm-hmm. you know, and in years past, when you look at the home field advantage, gets you 60% in the NFL. Yeah, yeah. Which is a big number when it's all said and done, but it, 51, 52 isn't that much different yeah. or whatever. Yeah. I have a feeling. I, I, the Steelers would rather be playing at home, though. I, I've seen, <laughs> uh, you know, that number was trending in the other direction in recent years. I think it was down to like the last few years, like 55%, mm-hmm. but it's still a home field advantage. It's still a home field advantage. And to me, that's why, you know, the last the last time the Steelers played at home, obviously, you know, against the Bengals two weeks ago, 10,000 no-shows. Really? 10,000 no-shows. Wow. I didn't realize that. It's a lot of it's a lot of empty, empty gold seats. seats. Yeah. yeah. A lot of empty seats. seats there. I'm not going to admonish people, tell people what to do. They 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 paid for their seats. They paid for their tickets. You pay for your tickets, you can set them on fire, you can, you know, wear them as a dress. I don't <laughs> yeah, care what you right. do with them. But don't get That's a know, little shocking though. Yeah. Don't get angry about, you know, there were 10,000 Steeler fans in Green Bay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At yeah. least. All right. Like so it just doesn't add up. I mean, the, I, I think the home fans need to do a better job of showing up. If you want your team to win, you want your team to you to can be, help that a little to bit, have yeah. a home field advantage. Show up. Yeah, yeah. And if you're not going to show up, sell your tickets. Yeah, get someone out there that's going to wave there's a, ta- people, a towel and get people that'll up. buy those things. Have a few irons. Um, side note: the one theory I heard about why road before COVID, why road teams were starting to do better, is travel's easier now than it used to be. It's a lot more luxurious. It's not as hard on their body. I mean, I don't know. Maybe there's. I truth still think that. the bad teams know. are just really bad, and the good teams are. Yeah, you know. I just said crowd noise is the key. Crowd it's not noise, the travel yeah. or you know sleeping in a hotel the night before. Well, and you got the you know everything's in helmet now in mm-hmm. terms of communication that helps. You can definitely hear better. Yeah, yeah that's so true. that's all part of it as well. Mm-hmm. I'm really looking forward to this game though. I mean, I, I think it's real easy to be down on this team right now. Boy, they're disappointing. There's a lot of aspects that are disappointing. There's no doubt about it. But I think this matchup is going to be a fun one that plays to their strengths. It absolutely does. I, yeah. you know, I think it's, again, it's not a team, you know, you look at, like even as much as you want to rip on the Bengals and all this, offensively, they're legit. Oh, they're legit. And, and yeah, yeah. defensively, they're at least average to above average. They've been good this year. They've been They've good. Been well above Same average, thing with the right? Raiders. The Raiders right. have some offensive weapons. This team. Not at the moment. Not at the moment. You know, Judy's yeah. out as well. Pete yeah. Hamler's out. Quarterback issues, O line's decent but not great. Yeah, are they um, going to run the ball, you know, 35, 40 times against the Steelers and have a lot of success? I don't know. Maybe I don't. I don't know. I don't think so. I mean, but. if I was on their side of the coin analyzing it, I might say the same thing. Like, let's give Javante seventy five percent of the carries instead of fifty. See, that's not going to happen though. They, they probably won't. With they're that. not. They're just kids. Fifty fifty split. And, right. You know, forget who the hot hand is. None of that matters. We're just gonna. But know. if I were them too, I would still. If we run it three times and punt, that's okay. You know, let's yeah. let's try to dominate the line of scrimmage in the fourth quarter. I mean, I think they have similar approaches, no matter who their quarterback is. Yeah, I mean, that's they want to play it close to that. They want to play. The Broncos want to play like it's 1995. Mm-hmm. Well, they have to. Yeah, you know, that's why Bridgewater got the call over Locke. Right, because Locke's a Don't wild card. Don't turn the ball over. Yeah, be there, Neil O'Donnell. Yeah, go out there, let the defense do its job. These are supposed to be two of the best defenses in the league. Mm-hmm. And I think they both are when right. Yeah. You know? I mean, and the numbers don't 100% bear it out, but it's only been four games. Too. Yeah. I mean, but Denver's numbers kind of have been good, but who have they played? Mm-hmm. You know, if you give the Steelers Denver's schedule. Right. Right. They're probably at least three and one right now. Yeah. I think Denver's team, uh, the teams they've played have a collective five wins this year or something yeah. like that. I mean, it's, it's amazing they have five because it's the Jets, Giants, and Jaguars. 
Yeah. Is who they played. The, the Jags have none yeah. <laughs> in the last 20. And then they just played the Ravens, so the Ravens had three of those. That wins. was three of them, and Jets yeah. happened to get one this week. You know, they, yeah. they started to play a little bit better. But the Jets version they played was not as good as the Jets version that got the win. Certainly not. No. No. So, this is a good, you know, this is a test for the Broncos. Very much okay. so. How, Same like How good are we? Can we go into Pittsburgh and win? Right. For you the know, Steelers, this is just that we got to get right. Yeah. Oh, right. I mean, this... Steelers are, they don't care about style points, any of that kind of stuff. But if you're kind of looking through a Denver lens, is we know the Steelers are a little down. This isn't the usual trip to Pittsburgh over the last 20 years, probably. Are we the team to just go in there and business trip, handle business, beat a team that we think we're better than, keep up with the rest of the West? Yeah. You know, I mean, that would be a, a big accomplishment yeah. for them, no matter how it happens. They leave here to win. I'm probably going to look at Denver a little different. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Uh, but we saw these two teams last year. Uh, the final score ended up 26-21, and it wasn't really that close. No, it wasn't. That it was, was a, the game Sutton got hurt too, right? I'm trying to think. I can't no, remember that, was, that game very well. That was a game that Locke got hurt. Locke started the game and got oh, hurt. Oh, right, right, right. And then okay. Drith, I think it was Driscoll that came in. And yeah, it wasn't A, a late touchdown. Right, right, right. You know, big deal. But uh, anyways, uh, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll talk with Bob Labriola, editor of Steelers Digest and uh, Steelers.com, as we do every Wednesday. He is Matt Williamson. I'm Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. Is black and gold fan heaven, SNR. 